This episode is brought to you by Bumble. So you want to find someone you're compatible with, specifically someone who's ready for a serious connection, totally open to having kids in the future, is a tall rock climbing Libra, and loves rom-coms with vegan pizzas on Tuesdays just as much as you do. Bumble knows that you know exactly what's right for you. So whatever it is you're looking for, Bumble's features can help you find it. Date now on Bumble. All right, guys. I personally want to start this thing out today, and I want you to know, I want you to have the most sensational sex of your life. How might you do that, you might ask? With one condoms. Between the glow-in-the-dark, hyper-thin, studded, I know you're going to have the best climax of your life. With over 60 sizes, yes, sizes, Boys, you are bound to find your perfect fit. And don't forget to try One Halo, the thinnest condom ever. And it's available at participating shoppers drug marts in Canada. Now, let's get down and dirty. Here we are back again for another week of Welcome to Mars. This is episode two, baby, and it just feels still so surreal sitting here again by myself. But hey, I'm actually living for this new content and we are off to the races already. And I'm so excited to just get on into it again today. Um, For those of you who follow me on social media would have seen that um, I am currently going through, um, how do I put this, a scary uh, life scenario with my family and I'm going to talk about it today because I have never really openly talked about Um, my family in this way on an episode of a podcast before because I like to keep my podcasts fun and sexy and comedy and I don't want to sit here and drag down the crowd but I think it's a part of life and it's a part of things that everyone is going to go through as a young adult or an old like getting older and your parents are getting older and you have the risk sometimes of one of them getting sick If you don't follow me on social media, I did have to take off on an emergency flight back to Ontario, where I am from. I am from Niagara Falls. Fun fact, if you didn't know that about me. And my father had been sent to the hospital because he was very sick. And for those of you very dearly close to me, you know that um, my dad has been sick over the years and I've had to go home multiple times just because of his sickness. And it dates back 10 years ago. A little backstory, I won't tell you everything. Um, He had a routine gallbladder surgery and just has suffered complications from it since. So I got a phone call when I was at work the other day from my mom and he was rushed to the hospital and... It took six days to figure out what was going on and he had a few infections and 
The doctors couldn't really figure out what was going on and his blood pressure was low and his white blood cell count was low. I'm not a doctor, so I can't sit here and tell you exactly that I know what half of this stuff means, but it just it's obviously not good. Six days later, I did have to come home because I have to work and they found out he has pneumonia. So we are on day three of me being back home in Calgary where I live and um, he's just on antibiotics and on the road to recovery. So it's a it's been a really hard week for me and I do apologize. I've already rebranded my podcast three times and now here I am releasing an episode already a day late. So I do apologize for that. But I've come, I mean, I've realized this over obviously years of my life, but family is very important and you have to put them first no matter what. And I have been doing just that. It's been really difficult um, living so far away and living. This is going to be a little bit of an emotional episode. I feel like I can already hear it, feel myself getting a little like teary, but I'm, I'm definitely trying to stay positive on the positive side of things. Everybody knows that when you go through something like that with a family member, it's hard and you have to stay positive and you can't let your guard down and you can't, you got to be strong. And in my scenario, I have to be strong for my mom and she is a warrior. <laughs> my mother is a warrior over the last few years of everything that's been going on with my dad and his health and this woman holy fucking hell if I'm anything like her when I get older I'm gonna be so blessed she's just got the most positive strong you can't bring her down and it takes a lot to bring her down and I, I saw her cry for the first time when we were at the hospital and I've never seen her her cry before and we've been through a lot and she is just a fucking goddamn rock star and I'm so thankful to have her in my life and it's just been a a bit of it's been a week so this is going to lead me to my episode today um and I want to talk about ways we grieve as individuals and how do you cope when a family member gets ill and receives you receive bad news and I'm not here to say everyone deals with it the same no one does nobody is the same person and we all cope with our emotions in individual ways whether it is drinking shutting the world out crying partying getting angry sex even some people cope that way we're all different and no one is generated the same and I think that if I was to sit here and give advice it's hard to give advice on a subject of this matter and I mean I'm no therapist and sometimes I do wish I was a therapist little side note here um I think it would be such an interesting job like a psychologist and like getting into the brains of people. I think that would be really, really cool. I kick myself. I should have went to school for that. Hey, there's no time like now. (laughs) But anyways, sorry, I completely got off track there. We all do it differently. And for me personally, I have been dealing with this for 10 years and I cope in ways I probably shouldn't cope. 
And one of the biggest things that I do when I'm sad is not only am I such an emotional roller coaster, I cry my eyes out. I think the five days, four days that I was just home with my mom, I think I didn't cry for like maybe an hour a day because it's just so hard, especially given the fact that me and my my mom and dad are so close and um, it's hard to not cry and everyone is allowed to cry and if you need a good cry and even if you need someone to talk to if you are going through something along the similarity of these lines I'm always here to talk and hi I'm Steve Yurko and I'm Tara Sands now available from Maji Media is our new podcast for kids flashback Four Kids is the company who brought you the English dub of Pokemon in the late 90s and so many other shows like Yu-Gi-Oh!, Shaman King, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, Kirby, the infamous One Piece dub, and so many more. We'll be talking to the people who worked at Four Kids. Actors, directors, writers, editors, producers, engineers, you get the point. And hopefully get the answers to questions both you and I have about the company. I actually worked there as a voice actor on some of the shows. And I was a kid watching the shows and remember way more than Tara does. And thank God for that. Steve is actually a professional storyboard artist, which gives some really unique insights into anime and animation. Subscribe today wherever you get your podcasts. That's the number four kids flashback. Back to what I was going to say is the way that I cope with things sometimes includes drinking and I like to think sometimes that it numbs the pain and considering the fact that I have been on this emotional roller coaster with my dad over the years, I, I can see myself slipping sometimes and when I was at home with my family I would tell my mom, listen, I want to go buy a bottle of wine. I want to go out and get a drink. I want to go for a beer. And my mom would be like, I'm worried sometimes about you drinking so much. And in my head, I don't drink that much. Like, granted, why work? I'm a hard worker. And for those of you who don't know me personally, I do have a full-time job. And I like to keep that part of my life separate from the podcast. And for those of you who think that I just do this full-time, I don't. I do work. And I work five days a week. And when I am working, I do not drink. I'll come home, I will watch TV, and I will go to bed. Occasionally, yes, I'll come home and have a glass of wine and watch TV. But I'm not going out and partying and drinking every single day, contrary to the fact that you might see that on my Instagram and might think that, but I I don't. And with my schedule at work, I used to have the Sunday, Monday off, Sunday, Monday, Tuesdays off. So if I would go out on a Sunday, people would be like, well, she's just been going out every single day. No, I work Fridays and Saturdays and with Wednesdays and Thursdays. I don't. Off a little side note there again, but... That's how I feel like I have been coping with things over the years with my dad. And when I was living in Vancouver, my dad was again super sick and I was going back home. And I remember I went and when I went back to Vancouver, I still had a few days off, but I didn't leave my bedroom. And that's okay, but I was not leaving my bedroom and I was just like having like a like a few drinks and just crying. And I've come to the realization over the years, maybe that's not the route to go. I don't think drinking is the answer and I'm not here to tell you that drinking is the answer because that's the complete opposite. I'm telling you my experiences from 
how I've been dealing with grief and I just I'm trying to turn a new leaf I think and tell you that this is that's that's please don't go that direction over the last few days again the outpouring support I've received on my Instagram DMs even Twitter Facebook text messages from friends that have had even the friends that I know that don't really and truly know what had been going on with my dad have messaged me to reach out and say that I'm here for you and I feel like that's all it takes and personally I think that is one if I could give you a piece of advice if you were to see a friend going through a similar situation all it takes is a text message to be like hey I'm here for you if you need anything please let me know I had friends that I haven't talked to in a while message me and say hey I know I haven't spoke to you, but like, I know, like I've known you from back in the day. I know you and I know how close you and your dad are. I'm here if you need anything. I'm here if you need anything is all it takes. I'm here if you need Six words. <laughs> I had to count that on my hand. Six words. It's all it takes. And I instantly just felt the support that I needed and it helps. It genuinely, genuinely helps. I went out for a drink with my girlfriend while I was home. Again, yes, a drink. But even just sitting there and talking to her and keeping my mind off things helps. No one can prepare you. And like no one. No one can prepare you for the experience of having to provide care for a a seriously ill family member. And what I have learned over this week especially is to stay positive and just have hope because if you sit there and dwell and think the worst case scenario you're going to have a really difficult time with it and I realized that when I was flipping through old photos of me and my family and having a nice cry and looking through all the pictures and thinking of the memories the memories are great and the memories are something you're always going to cherish for the rest of your life but you cannot dwell and I've realized that and just even asking people for positive vibes is a step in the right direction and you know what life holds no guarantees and knowing this isn't gonna make it easier when you're faced with a medical crisis and I've realized that I it's crazy to say that because I was driving to work this was maybe two weeks ago and I had asked if I could come in an hour an hour later because I had, I don't know, let me guess, I probably stampeded or something and I wanted to come in at 8 o'clock instead of 7 o'clock. Everything was fine and I got ready and I was driving to work around 7, 10, 7, 15, my usual time. I leave an hour to 45 minutes early before work and I was driving down the street and we had to take a massive detour because there was a humongous car accident and it was a head-on head head-on collision so driving by it you instantly just feel sick to your stomach because you know in that scenario someone probably didn't make it out alive and I drove to work got to work thought about it the next day and I searched it up on the news or actually I went to Twitter and looked up Calgary police and I found the link to the accident on that street and someone did die and it happened at 6 15 
in the morning. And that is when I was going to be driving down that street to, to work. This gives me chills talking about this because I instantly thought to myself two different scenarios. What if I was driving and witnessed it? Or what if that was me? And it really just makes you think life is short. And (sighs) it's crazy to have such an emotional episode like this. And I'm I can't even believe that I'm recording this right now, but I think it's nice to kind of talk about these things because it is life and it is a part of life and no one's guaranteed tomorrow. And I think we need to live life every day. Like you don't know what's going to happen tomorrow. And it just gave me chills and it's, I'm very sad and my prayers go to whoever that affected family-wide and I'm just here to say today I know I'm taking this podcast in a very different direction opposed to my sex and dating episodes that I record all the time but this is just it's life and it's the way of life and unfortunately everyone is going to come to this in their life with either a family member or a loved one and you have to deal with it and I think Even me just talking about this on this episode is really, it's, I can't even think of the word I'm thinking for right now, but it's kind of nice to like get this off my chest. And I also want to take a second to thank everybody who has messaged me and reached out to me and asked me if I needed anything. And I want to thank you guys so much. And the support that I have in my life is, I'm so grateful And you guys are all amazing. Now, I want to take a little bit of a separate direction now because I think maybe I should boost this mood a little bit more before I close off my episode today. My next guest for episode three is I am, oh my God, I am so excited for this guest. And he is a friend of mine from Las Vegas, and he is fucking killing the game in Las Vegas. And correct me if I'm wrong, we'll talk about this on my episode, but he's the big guy that deals with all of the DJs and all of the people that bring out to the events, and this guy has stories for days. And I think back on all the previous podcast episodes that I have recorded in my life, and For those of you who are noticing, I have removed all those episodes off of my page because we are going a new direction and the past is the past and we are storing that away and closing that chapter and this is the new me and I've never actually done a Vegas episode and so I'm so fucking excited to talk about Vegas and everything and I'm so excited for this episode and you guys are going to absolutely love it because it's going to be fucking hilarious. So stay tuned for episode three. It's going to be a fucking great one. I also want to touch base with you guys on my brand new website. I finally have my own page. So I'm going to be steering clear from linking my Spotify to the podcast on these episodes. And I'm going to direct you guys all to my website. It is www.theallymars.com. On this website, you're going to find a little bit about me and my link to my podcast and all of the episodes we will be linking there. I will be steering away from this anchor app that I use for my podcast and I'm going a completely different direction 
I've got producers working with me. and I'm so fucking excited, you guys. This is going to be a great fucking revamp. And let me tell you, it is the last and final revamp. We will not be fucking doing this again. I told, I'm telling you that right now. We're going to the fucking moon, baby. And I'm going all the way this time. <laughs> so make sure you check it out. Again, www.theallymars.com find all of your fucking pleasures on that website there so this will bring me to the conclusion of episode fucking two and i really hope you guys enjoyed this one it is definitely a different direction like i told you i'm taking the different direction in this podcast and i hope you guys love it and as usual welcome to mars is powered by blue microphones and i will see all of you beautiful babies next tuesday Connie Teeson, the host of Broadcast Dialogue, the podcast. We focus on Canada and the challenges facing Canadian radio and TV, as well as highlighting those moving the industry forward from podcasting and streaming to new broadcast tech. Check us out at broadcastdialogue.com or your favorite podcast app. I'm Matt Kundle, host of the Sound Off Podcast, the show about podcast and broadcast. Since 2016, we've been speaking with amazing people who have populated your ears for decades. Legendary broadcasters, research wizards, talent experts, podcasters, voice talent. Almost 400 stories, all for free. Subscribe or follow the Sound Off Podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Amazon Music, or at soundoffpodcast.com.